It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And um, this is going to be an interesting episode because I kind of I have to be quick. I'm up against the timeline because I have to take my MacBook back to uh, the Genius Bar at the Apple Store because I'm still having problems. And it's unlikely that they're going to be able to fix these problems. And they'll just send me home and give me some suggestions, and I'll try them. And I'll be back there in another couple weeks. Uh, yeah. So it's a lot of fun for me. I'm not going to lie. It's not. It, it sucks. Anyway, uh, this week we have some news and then we have the Lucid Air earnings call or the Lucid Motors earnings call. Um, I was going to do Lucid and Rivian together, but I it was just it was too much this week. It, it actually takes quite a bit of time to prepare the earnings call episodes. I, I love doing them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But it takes a lot of time to produce these calls. And what I wanted to give you was all of the good information and none of the fluff. And when when you listen to an, uh, a lucid earnings call, it is full of fluff. So I cut a lot of that stuff out, which took some extra time. So I decided rather than do two earnings calls poorly, I will do one earnings call at a time uh, just below satisfactory. So... Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Uh, first up news. Ford's based F-150 Lightning model will have an EPA range of 230 miles. And just to be clear, this is the $40,000 version. And I also should say that this was, uh, based off of a leak. So we don't officially know that it's got an EPA range of 230 miles, but according to the leak, which had pictures of the window sticker, it has an EPA range of 230 miles. GM will start production on the Cadillac Lyric next week, so that's exciting. If you remember not that long ago, GM actually shut reservations for the Lyric down because they said they had reached their max um, number, I guess, they could take for reservations. They didn't tell us what that number was. It could have been five vehicles. It could have been 50 million vehicles. We don't know. But the good news is they do plan on reopening reservations sometime in May. Uh, Mercedes has opened up the new battery factory in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The plant will supply batteries for Mercedes, you know, their EVs, I'm guessing, in North America since it's in Alabama. The EQS, the Mercedes EQS, looks pretty amazing. I don't talk a lot about this car, but it is really a beautiful car. And the thing that I like most about it is the display. So it's a touchscreen display and the it starts on the left side. The instrument cluster flows into that media console in the center. And then there's a, a screen, the media console flows into a screen that's on the passenger side. And it just looks like it's one solid piece of glass. I'm sure it's not, but it looks so pretty. And the nice thing about the EQS is it does have some tactical buttons on the steering wheel and then it also has some tactical buttons on the center console armrest area. So you basically you don't have to move your hand to hit those buttons. I don't know. I don't have any idea what they do, but you can basically just be chilling out, driving, resting your arm there and you, you hit a button and next thing you know, 
it does something. You don't have to touch the touchscreen if you don't want to. Lucid Motors is considering increasing prices due to higher materials costs like nickel. We talked about this last week with Tesla, and we're going to talk more about price increases later on in the show. If this occurs, Lucid said that they will honor current reservation holders' uh, price, the price that was quoted to them, to them at the time of the reservation. I'm sure they don't, they don't want another Rivian-like backlash. So pretty smart for Lucid to do that. And when I say smart, I mean the lowest level of smart. And you would think with Rivian being as well-run as it is, because I think it's a really well-run company, that they would have been that smart before they made that huge misstep. All right, that was our EV news. Let's go ahead and jump into our Tesla news. Tesla had to halt work at the Shanghai factory this week for two days because of COVID, COVID outbreaks in China. Now, to be clear, it's back up and running now. According to Reuters, some cities in China or regions in China are going through a very large outbreak, like the largest outbreak they've had in the last two years. So China's trying to get a ahead of this outbreak. Last week, I mentioned that Tesla raised its price on the higher-end Model 3s and Model Ys. And Tesla has done it again this week. They have raised prices again. So, and this time it's across the board. So the Model Y Standard Range Plus the price on that increased by $2,000, and it is now $46,990. The launch price of this vehicle was $37,500, so it has gone up pretty close to $10,000 since it launched. The Model 3 Long Range, that's going to get a $3,500 increase to $490. The Model 3 Performance got a... $2,000 increase to $61,990. The Model Y Long Range is now $62,990 with a $3,000 increase. The Model Y Performance is now $64,990, which is also a $3,000 increase. The Model S Plaid saw a $6,000 increase. The Long Range for the Model S is up $5,000. The Model X long range is up $10,000 and the Model X performance or the Model X Plaid, excuse me, is up $12,500. Based on the things that are going on in the world, in the supply chain and the out of control inflation that we're seeing right now, I am less and less hopeful that they can actually build the Cybertruck for $50,000. I'm actually less and less hopeful that they will release the uh, dual motor and single motor Cybertruck. I think they're just going to probably go with the Tri and the quad motor Cybertruck and then leave us reservation holders kind of out of luck, um, which is a real bummer. And I don't, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but based on all these price increases, I can't, I can't, without Tesla losing money, I don't know how they're going to be able to build the Cybertruck for $50,000 or my version of the Cybertruck for $50,000. The good news, though, is on my desk I have a Hot Wheels Cybertruck that Steve and Allison bought me, and uh, that's probably the closest I'm going to get to a Cybertruck at this point. <laughs> so I actually had a friend at work this week tell me that if I actually got the Cybertruck for $50,000, uh, he would pay me $10,000 over what I paid for it. So, you know, there's that. I told him 20000 but he he's staying firm at ten. Last week, we talked about the 279-mile Model Y, or we'll just call it the Model Y Standard Range Plus. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, uh, there was a posting on the EPA's website, the Environmental Protection Agency here in the United States, about a 279-mile Model Y, which doesn't currently exist. Hacker Green, the only, combed through Tesla's code and found some mentions to a 279 mile model y so it's looking more and more likely like this vehicle is actually going to see the light of day and i'm going to guess that the price of this is going to be around fifty two thousand five hundred. that actually might be a very low number based on all these price increases but i think that's where tesla is going to try and hit might be 55 but i'm going to be optimistic here at fifty two thousand five hundred. 
And it's not all bad news in terms of pricing and Tesla. Tesla has dropped the price of the home charger by $50. It's now $495. All right, we got two more stories before we jump into the Lucid earnings call. Tesla has started rolling out a big full self-driving update. Some of the features include upgraded modeling of lane geometry, improved right-of-way understanding if the map is inaccurate or the car cannot follow the navigation, It improved the uh, recognition of motorcycles that are very close to the vehicle, scooters, wheelchairs, or pedestrians by 63.6%. I think we can all agree that that's pretty important. We don't want to be hitting people in wheelchairs or pedestrians or motorcycles and scooters, I guess. Scooters, maybe we can hit people on scooters, but everybody else, we want to keep them safe. Improved creeping profile with higher jerk when creeping starts and ends. Improved detection and control for open doors, improved smoothness through turns. So that's pretty cool. And just kind of along the same lines here, a 600 driver study performed by Auto Pacific found that Tesla is far and away the most trusted brands when it comes to developing safe and reliable uh, fully autonomous vehicles. 32% of respondents found Tesla to be the most reliable, 19% for Toyota, 18% for BMW, 16% Chevy, 14% for Ford. And interesting enough, Apple, who doesn't even make a car currently and hasn't officially come out with any sort of automobile software other than CarPlay, is at 13%. So that's pretty interesting. All based off of rumors and hearsay at this point. And that brings us to our final story. Elon announced on Twitter that he was working on Tesla's Master Plan Part 3. If you remember right, Master Plan Part 2 came out in 2016. Um, I'm really hoping that the third version of the Master Plan includes some sort of affordable SUV and sedan. We were promised that the Model 3 and the Model Y would be affordable, And Tesla took away the $35,000 Model 3. They really didn't release the lower-end model, the more affordable model. Why? Although it looks like maybe they're going to do that now. But all of the vehicles are far outside of what people can afford. Like, there are definitely people who can afford them now because the reservations are insane for Tesla's vehicles. However... My wife and I make a good living, and we are not going to be buying a $60,000 car. We're just not. That's not in the cards for us. So, And I can't imagine that other people are going to be spending that much money for a vehicle either. And I understand there are a lot of outside forces that is that have caused Tesla to increase prices. A lot of companies have, and I don't fault them for it. However, we are far outside of that affordable sedan and affordable Model Y. Like, at... at when the Model 3 was released, there was still like a $60,000, $65,000 Model S that you can buy. The Model 3 is currently in that range. The Model Y is definitely in that range. I think the Model X around that time was about $70,000. So I'm not an economist, but if it wasn't affordable in 2016, it's not going to be affordable in 2022. But you know what is affordable? My Patreon page. (laughs) Go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. And if you have a dollar burning a hole in your pocket and you want to help out the show, all the money goes back into the show. None of the money goes into my pocket. I'd really appreciate it. And if you don't want to or you can't afford to, that's totally fine. I will continue producing the show like I always do. But if you don't mind, if you have a friend that you think might like it, or if you have an enemy that you think would hate it and you want to waste 20 minutes of their week, recommend my, my podcast. Recommend Kilowatt to them. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe you'll get some revenge on, on an enemy and they'll, they'll absolutely hate it. And you'll get the satisfaction of knowing that you made your enemy's life a little worse for 20 minutes. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our lucid earnings call. We're going to start off with Peter Rawlinson's opening remarks. Initially, his opening remarks were 17 minutes long. I decreased them to around 10 minutes. He really likes to talk about how great Lucid Motors is and how smart they are as a company and all the great things that they're doing without providing much context or actual concrete evidence that the, this is the case. Like, I do think that Lucid's a great car and I think the Lucid Motors is amazing or the Lucid Air is amazing. And I think that Lucid Motors is a great company, 
but you don't need to, not every answer needs to include that information. So I cut a lot of that stuff out. So let's go ahead and jump into his opening remarks. We're excited to update you on Lucid's tremendous progress in the fourth quarter and for the full year of 2021. During the fourth quarter, we reached a significant milestone for Lucid. We commenced customer deliveries of the world's most advanced EV sedan. As of year-end 2021, this included 125 cars in customers' hands, while we've produced over 400 vehicles in total as of today. And of these, over 300 have now been delivered to customers. We accomplished these deliveries against the backdrop of an extraordinary supply chain and supplier quality challenges. Indeed, we could have chosen to build faster, but we elected not to sacrifice quality given our unwavering commitment to the highest standards. When you step back and think about it, we put both a full EV powertrain and vehicles into production across two separate and distinct factories, which I believe to be the very first time that that's ever been done. So we were able to run two parallel tracks simultaneously in our manufacturing, producing our proprietary powertrain and battery packs at one site, and then fully assembling the car a little way down the road at our AMP factory. An extraordinary achievement. At the time of our last call, Lucid Air had just been named Motor Trends 2022 Car of the Year. Since then, we've continued to rack up industry accolades. We were named Best New Car to Buy in 2022 by Green Car Reports, the 2022 Luxury Green Car of the Year by Green Car Journal, and Motor Week 2022 Driver's Choice Award for the Best EV. The EPA has officially certified the Lucid Air Dream Edition with the longest range of any EV at 520 miles. And subsequent to the end of the quarter, Inside EVs conducted a real-world driving test to validate our 500-mile range at a steady 70 miles per hour. I encourage you to take a look at their coverage, which is posted online. Uh, in addition, we have the fastest charging EV available today, independently verified to be capable of charging 300 miles in just 22 minutes. We truly are becoming as much a software company as a hardware company, and I believe our efficiency in miles per kilowatt hour is an appropriate and valid metric for this. Now, these metrics reinforce that our powertrain is the most efficient in the market, in the real world, and in customers' hands. And this is a critical point. Our in-house technology, enabling more miles from a smaller battery size, will allow us to shrink pack sizes for future products whilst maintaining a highly competitive range. And this is particularly advantageous for the Lucid Air Pure variant. All of this is translating to significant demand for our products. As of today, we had over 25,000 reservations for Lucid Air, representing a 47% increase from our 17,000 reservations in mid-November. Our reservation book represents a healthy mix across our products, from our higher-end trims through to our pure model. The Lucid Air Dream Edition was heavily oversubscribed and is completely sold out. To address the rising demand for our products, we are actively working to expand our manufacturing facility in Arizona, AMP1. This is an imperative for us. Increased production capacity is essential to drive mass electrification and meet customer appetite for our vehicles. 
we continue to make good progress on the addition of 2.85 million square feet of manufacturing capacity as part of phase two. And as we discuss ramping up our manufacturing footprint, today we are also excited to announce plans for a new factory in Saudi Arabia, our first international production facility. Lucid estimates that the selection of KSA as the location of its first international manufacturing plant may result in financial benefits to Lucid of up to $3.4 billion over 15 years. This facility will be a world-class manufacturing center with the ability to produce up to 150,000 vehicles annually at full capacity. We appreciate the efforts of the Ministry of Investment of Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Industrial Development Fund, and the King Abdullah Economic City to finalize this game-changing collaboration. We are thrilled that this collaboration will allow us to introduce the world's most advanced electric vehicles to more people and additional markets in the coming years and also enables us to further our shared ambition to transform the economy of the KSA to sustainable transportation and energy. We look forward to breaking ground shortly and expect the facility to begin production in 2025. In the more immediate term, like many manufacturers, our production has been and indeed continues to be impacted by supply chain challenges. As you saw from our press release today, we have updated our 2022 production outlook for Lucid Air to a range of 12,000 to 14,000 vehicles. The supply chain issues that we are experiencing from factors including component shortages, our insistence on the highest quality parts, and logistics issues. In some cases, the pandemic meant that our teams could not visit our suppliers in person to ensure alignment on engineering specifications and tooling. As travel has opened back up, our supplier quality teams have been able to address many of these issues. I will note that these issues are impacting only a handful of our approximately 250 suppliers and are not affecting critical single source or dual source components like semiconductors or batteries. Instead, it's been commodity items like glass and carpets, and we've adapted by changing our specifications or indeed switching vendors if needed. In some limited cases, we are evaluating additional opportunities to move production in-house to drive further efficiencies. We believe we will move past the key bottlenecks we're experiencing in the next few months with further improvement in the second half. We're continuing to augment our skills and capabilities and refine our processes in supply chain and logistics. As a startup, our priority is to gain efficiency and improve as we scale. None of this is possible without an experienced team that brings decades of experience in the automotive industry, including in manufacturing and the supply chain. Indeed, we recently added Ralph Jacobs, a veteran of Audi and Volkswagen, as Vice President of Program Management to help spearhead our launch efforts alongside our existing leadership team. Overall, while we are optimistic that our current shortages will ease over the coming quarters, we also know that unexpected issues will arise in the future. And we are confident that we have and continue to augment the right team in place to manage them. In addition, we're making progress in the development of new models such as our Gravity SUV. We continue to experience earnest interest in Gravity and our ambition is to make Gravity as outstanding as our first product in the sedan category. We now expect gravity production to begin in the first half 
of 2024, which will help ensure it meets our commitment to high-quality standards. This will also provide us additional time to implement learnings and best practices from our AIR launch. I continue to personally oversee the engineering development of gravity, and I'm becoming increasingly excited by its sheer disruptive potential. In closing, we have a significant cash position and a strong balance sheet to support the scaling of our business and to capture the tremendous growth ahead. 2021 was a great year for Lucid, and at the same time, we're only getting started. While I certainly have been frustrated by the supply chain and logistics setbacks that we've experienced, our conviction and proof points in what we can accomplish has never been greater. I'm incredibly proud of our team and everything that we've achieved to date. So to this point, Lucid has produced around 400 vehicles and they've delivered 300 of them. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a bad number per se, because building these vehicles is very difficult. So it makes sense that it's going to take them a while to ramp up. He did mention some supply chain issues. When you're building, you know, less than 500 cars, is, you know, the supply chain a huge showstopper? Like, can you afford to wait a little bit for your parts to get there? I mean, 500 vehicles, you probably can. And I'm not saying that it's not annoying or it's not a problem. I'm just saying... Lucid has really only one version of this car that they're building to this point. I guess what I'm saying, it just seems like something that they could absorb because of their low volume. They did mention that Lucid is working with their suppliers. Some of them, they're helping to get this these products out. Some of them, they've just said, you know what, you can't do it, so we're going to change suppliers when it, where it makes sense. And then bringing some of those processes in-house so they have better control. So... We'll see how that goes overall for them. It worked out for Tesla. Uh, let's see. They won some awards over the last few months. 500-mile range, fast charging, 300-ish miles in 22 minutes, which is pretty cool. Um, KSA is the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I don't know if that's uh, that was made apparent in his opening remarks. I think it was in 2018, Lucid received a huge investment from the Saudi Wealth Fund. Right before journalist Jamal Khashoggi was murdered by people working on behalf of the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. And that's according to the CIA. I wonder how Lucid Management feels, uh, you know, hitching their horse to that wagon after that murder happened. I'm sure it's very complicated, uh, very complicated feelings in a very complicated situation. Anyway, I, I have more to say, but I'm not sure it's appropriate for this podcast. So this next clip is far more informational, and we'll learn more about Lucid's operations and future manufacturing facilities around the world. With our reservations reflecting estimated revenues of more than $2.4 billion, we're accelerating our plans for growth as quickly as possible. Our retail footprint grew significantly in 2021, and we reached our goal of opening 20 studios and service centers by the end of the year, with additional new locations planned for 2022. In addition, we're seeing strong progress to increase our total capacity from 34,000 units to 90,000 units with the Phase 2 expansion of AMP1 in Arizona coming online in late 2023. Phase two, which is an additional 2.85 million square feet, will include an in-factory logistics center, on-site stamping facility, and the relocation of our powertrain center to AMP1 from another location in Arizona, thereby helping to speed the assembly of finished goods and improve our overall efficiency. In addition to the groundbreaking announcement we made today about our plans to build a new manufacturing facility, we continue to explore additional sites in China and possibilities in Europe. All of these efforts underscore our global ambitions and reflect the interest we are seeing for our products around the world. As mentioned by Peter, we are managing through supply chain challenges that you've heard about at numerous companies across industries this earning season. 
At Lucid, we have the right experience and resources to help mitigate these issues. In some cases, we're buying ahead to reduce the risk of part shortages. This will be a use of cash in the coming year, as some items now require more than a year's lead time. In situations when suppliers have not been able to deliver, there are multiple options to resolve these issues, and we've executed on all of them as needed to effectively deal with the current situation, including collaborating with existing suppliers to improve throughput and quality, switching suppliers if we deem that's the best approach and necessary enhancements cannot be executed to our satisfaction, and bringing the manufacturing in-house. Our holistic approach is a key competitive advantage, and when AMP1 Phase 2 comes online, it will allow us to become even more nimble in the quarters ahead. As we consider Lucid's global market opportunity, the strength of our balance sheet is a leading asset. Building upon our successful listing on NASDAQ, we issued $2 billion in green convertible bonds in December. We were also selected to the NASDAQ 100 in December. As a result of our successful fundraising initiatives in 2021, we ended the year with over $6.2 billion of cash on hand, which ensures we are funded well into 2023. We have multiple options for additional funding to further solidify our position, which will enable us to continue to be opportunistic in the market. Balance sheet strength and financial discipline are central to our approach as we build our infrastructure and execute on the massive opportunity ahead. In all, we invested $421 million in CapEx in 2021, and these foundational investments will help deliver on the promise of electrification. All in, with everything we've accomplished recently, we have the elements in place to execute successfully on our plans the core pillars for future scalability and growth. Now turning to guidance. We're updating our outlook for 2022 production to a range of 12,000 to 14,000 vehicles. This projection represents our best estimate as we analyze our relationship with our suppliers and where the bottlenecks still exist in the supply chain, as well as our own internal plans to improve logistics. We expect to remain supply chain constrained in select parts of the business in the coming months and project improvement in the second half of the year. As we look at our operating expenses for the year, we expect to continue to see investment in our vehicle programs as well as investment in our retail operations, planning, and business support functions. We will also be supporting our entry into the European and Middle East markets during 2022. We anticipate capital expenditures in the range of $2 billion in 2022, which includes investment to support our manufacturing facilities and associated machinery, tooling, and equipment, and retail network and service development, both domestically and internationally, as well as software and technology investments. This represents a nearly 5x increase compared to our spending in 2021 as we work to dramatically scale our business. We are considering other accelerations and opportunistic projects, and we'll act on them as they make sense during the year. We remain committed to our business model of starting with the production of higher-trim products before moving to other tiers. With this in mind, we will be starting production of Pure later this year, which will lead to higher volumes and scaling. In closing, we are still in the early innings of the electric vehicle revolution and believe that we are well-positioned to emerge as one of the winners. We're confident that we have the right technology, people, products, and funding trajectory to succeed. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. I don't really have anything to add off of Sherry's comments that I haven't already said. So let's go ahead and jump into our retail investor questions. And the first one is basically, how are you going to compete with Tesla? So let's jump into that question. And the first question we received from our retail investors is related to Lucid's current and forward-looking competitive strategy. Do you have any strategies in mind to compete with Tesla? Well, that's a fascinating point, actually. Well, in fact, we really don't see ourselves competing directly with any particular car companies. Our goal and my goal is straight out to make the very best cars. We want to make the very best electric cars in the world. Our mission is to inspire the adoption of sustainable energy. Uh, I, I actually believe the Lucid Air is the best product in the world already. I believe we're at the forefront of that technology. Uh, and the proof points are that we have the most efficient EV with the highest range certified by the EPA. We have the highest voltage, the fastest charging. And these are also proven and validated outside by real-world third parties and customers. Um, but what excites me the most is we're advancing state-of-the-art. I don't believe for one second that Lucid isn't looking at other car companies as competitors because it would be irresponsible if they didn't. Like I can understand them saying, hey, you know what? We're focused on our vehicle. We are focused on renewable energy and that's that's where our focus is. But they are definitely looking at other car companies, including internal combustion engine manufacturers. I don't see how they couldn't. The market will tell you what it wants and what it doesn't want. And the only way for these companies to read the market is to see what's working for other auto manufacturers. Now, I understand that you could do focus groups and all that stuff. And there's some arguments that people have out there that focus, focus groups don't work or people don't know what they want until, you know, you tell them what they want. I think that's a, that's also a very arrogant way to look at this. Um, but really let's look at lucid motors recently saying, Hey, look, we're probably going to raise our prices, but all reservation holders are going to pay whatever price they were quoted. Now, whether or not that had anything to do with Rivion going through their kerfuffle of saying, we're not going to honor previously quoted prices or not, I couldn't tell you. But I can tell you that Lucid definitely saw that. They heard what customers were saying and they chose, maybe it was based on Rivian or maybe it wasn't. They, they ingested that information and they chose not to adjust previously quoted prices. In either case, they definitely heard what customers were saying. Whether they were intending on adjusting the prices or not is irrelevant. They were listening, and that's based off another auto manufacturer. And if it wasn't for Tesla, you know, pushing autonomous driving features or, or driver assist features at this point, I don't think any of these other manufacturers would be doing that either. Right now, Lucid is working on their Dream Drive software, which is their autonomous software. And I truly believe that if Tesla didn't exist, first of all, Lucid probably wouldn't exist. But if Tesla didn't exist, then there's a really good chance that we would just have some cool features in the Lucid Air that happen to, you know, help you with driving. It wouldn't, we wouldn't be having this big push for autonomous driving. 
And you know, Tesla's not the be all end all. Cause if you look at the Mercedes EQS that I talked about earlier in the show, that is a car that can, com- that could directly compete with the Lucid Air. And that is a beautiful car. Lucid should be looking at that vehicle and seeing what works and what doesn't work and improving on the things that, that can work or work really well for that car. And then thinking about ways to improve what doesn't work or just saying, you know what? This doesn't work. We're going to leave it alone altogether. It, w- it would be foolish of them not to look at other car companies is what I'm saying. So let's go ahead and jump into our next question, which is about a potential partnership between Apple and Lucid. Any update on the Apple car discussion? Well, I've been asked this question a number of times in the past. Uh, unfortunately, we have nothing to provide related to discussions with Apple or any other potential partner at this point. But... I would say that said, we do recognize the attractiveness of our product and technology for such companies, and we're always open to discussion. I I mean, I think our efficiency, our connectivity, uh, the sensor suite are significant points of attraction for such partnerships in the autonomous vehicle space, or as it relates to other in-cabin monetization opportunities. Uh, I think I think we really recognize that we are in the process of creating in Lucid Air a computer on wheels, and that software development is a, a huge part of that. Uh, we've been focused upon developing software as much as hardware. In the past year, we've brought in significant leadership from Apple and other disruptive technology companies to, to, to take our digital engineering leadership. Uh, we remain very open-minded on this front, and we're excited about potential for partnerships. You know, back in 2017, when Sierra and I went to the Monterey Auto Show to see the Lucid Air, it was it was easy to see how Lucid's design style could easily match with Apple's like aesthetic, like how they how they present things, the UI of it all. Um, it was a very it's a very pretty car and. I think a partnership between the two companies would be a, a good thing. However, I think Lucid costs way too much money. Even offering the $60,000 Lucid Air Pure, which again, that name is problematic. I don't think Apple would be interested in that because while Apple's products do cost a lot of money, they're still mass market products. A $60,000 car, I don't necessarily think is a mass market vehicle. So anyway, let's get to the investor questions. We have a few of these. The first question is about reservations. And honestly, I left this in here, not because I thought you needed to know more about the reservations, but he does go into um, kind of the product roadmap and production roadmap for the Grand Touring, the Touring, and the Pure. On the 25,000 plus reservations, hoping you can give a bit more context around the regional breakdown, kind of where you're seeing the most uh, incremental demand coming from. Um, I don't sure. know you know, detail on which, you know, other vehicles or segments some of these reservation holders are, are kind of coming from and any additional sure. comments. So we announced we've got over 25,000 reservations. Last time we announced we'd had over 17,000 mid-November, so that's a a well over 40% uh, uptake. I think what's really important to recognize here is that that is just for Lucid Air. We haven't opened reservations for Gravity, and this is our reservations are only opened in North America, Europe, and the Middle East. The, 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 the lion's share of those reservations are our home market here in the U.S. And also, we have a fantastic mix here. Of course, uh, we, you know, the, the, the Dream Edition is sold out. We've actually started making Grand Tourings. And Touring is coming later this, this year and reaching to something really excites me, the pure before the end of this year. And we've got a really healthy mix of orders between those models. Moreover, I should say, because uh, the Dream Edition was so resoundingly sold out, we're looking at how we can address that actual um, latent demand out there for our higher-end products. All right. I don't have much to add that I haven't already said. 
So up next, we're going to talk about expanding sales location and charging. What's the future plan in terms of expanding sales and charging stations? Oh, thanks, Lauren. Yeah, we're actively and thoughtfully investing in our retail studio and service center footprint to support our customers throughout their customer journey. And that's everything from discovery and initial interactions with our product and technology all the way through over-the-air updates and post-sales and service. You know, as we disclosed, we have increased our studio and service center footprint to 20 locations by the end of 2021. All of those are in North America, and we brought our first Canadian operation online in Q4, and we're excited to be entering the European and Middle East markets in 2022. We have started work on our Munich location, and we expect to open it this spring, and then we also have several other domestic and international announcements planned throughout this year. I I should also mention that we have mobile vans deployed in over a dozen major metropolitan areas already, and we're going to be expanding that throughout the year as well. On the charging front, uh, first off, we're fortunate to have the longest range and the fastest charging vehicles, so our charging frequency and duration is shortened. Um, That said, um, you know, we're continuing to enjoy the partnership that we've established with Electrify America, and we're actively studying whether it makes sense to deploy specific high-speed charging infrastructure on a case-by-case basis. You know, we're also watching the deployment plans for charging infrastructure that's funded by the U.S. government, and we're excited to hear that with the joint office that's being developed between um, transportation and energy, that they're looking to get some of these first uh, charging um, infrastructure in place and online as soon as the end of this year. And so that's also going to benefit all of us in the EV sector. So we're excited about that as well. I don't really have anything to say in terms of the sales locations because that stuff doesn't really matter to me for this show anyway. I do think when it comes to charging networks, I think EV manufacturers should be partnering with existing charging networks and and investing in additional charging networks because I, I just don't see splitting focus on electric vehicles and a charging network, how that's going to be successful for anybody. And we definitely don't need any more closed systems. We need our systems to be open so that we can all charge. We need a national and probably international standard in terms of connectors. So no matter what vehicle you own, you just pull up to the charging network and you're good to go. You don't have to worry about, oh, did I bring this adapter or do I need to buy yet another adapter for this new charging network? You just pull up and charge. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as my son says. All right. Our final clip is going to be about Lucid's future. So let's go ahead and listen to that. And the the last question we will take from the Say Technology platform. What are the next plans for the company and where do you see Lucid in 10 years? Oh, wow. Well, you know, as we discussed in, in, in our previous remarks, right now we're focused on ramping up production and achieving delivery targets. Uh, and, and we've got laser focus on that. The whole team, the company, is just laser focused on that. As we seek to fulfill what is now 25,000 reservations, over 25,000, that have been placed by customers for just the Lucid Air. Uh, so now we've got grand touring in production, and the, the next product is, is, is already taking place. Then we've got touring coming later this, this year. But the one that I'm really excited about is Pure. Pure is on schedule for late this year, the pure version of Lucid Air in its purest, most affordable form. And, and we're expanding our manufacturing footprint as well, both now through the expansion at uh, AMP1 factory in Arizona, and that's through phase two. That will add 2.85 million square feet to our production footprint, and will increase our annual production capacity in Arizona up to 90,000 vehicles per annum. And in addition, we'll be building out our AMP2, our second factory, in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, our first assembly site overseas. And that alone will add another 150,000 vehicle production per annum. Uh, 
that as discussed, we continue to work on lucid gravity. That's on track for the first half of 24. I'm super excited about how disruptive an SUV this is going to be. And, you know, overall, we have the industry's leading EV sedan, and we started customer deliveries. It's a significant achievement for our company. Next step is really about scaling, 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 and capturing the tremendous opportunities ahead just as our consumer interest in EVs is reaching this inflection point. And, of course, I'm a product guy. It's going to be scale, 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 product, product, product. This is a technology race. But, you know, to wrap up, I'd like to just to say a few words how grateful we are to all our stakeholders, to the employees, to investors, to our suppliers, our partners, for helping us in the progress and for helping realizing this all-important mission. All right, we got one earnings call down and we got one to go. I want to thank you all for making it to the end of the show if you're hearing my voice right now and you didn't shut me off in the middle. I really appreciate that. I actually started recording this episode on Friday morning and <laughs> I had to take my Apple or my Mac to the Apple store. They kept it overnight. Spoiler alert, there's nothing wrong with it. I got the Mac back on Saturday, but I had some plans with my wife. So I recorded a little bit on Sunday, but I got busy doing other things for the house. So now I'm ref I'm finishing at approximately 5.30 in the morning on Monday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I fully anticipate that the next episode will be out on Friday. But I have been fooled before, so don't hold me to it. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. Once again, I want to thank you for sticking with me and, and hanging out to the end of the show. I really appreciate it. If you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital. And I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.